Hello, sci-fi fans. This is Nana Visitor from Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and you are listening to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. If you like what we're serving here at the Sci-Fi Diner, feel free to leave us a tip at patreon.com backslash sci-fi, spelled the right way, and by Audible. Get a free audiobook when you sign up today, audibletrial.com backslash sci-fi diner. Engage. Science fiction is an existential metaphor. It allows us to tell stories about the human condition. Welcome to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast, where we serve up interviews, news, and our view on the world of science fiction. Come, grab a chair, and enjoy the conversations. I'd say we've got an unexpected guest. Rose, where we're going, we don't need Rose. I've got a bad feeling about it. Hey. Well, welcome to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Scott Herzog. And hello, I'm Miles P. McLaughlin. And M will be joining us in just a little bit. I don't know if she'll make it onto this short show that we're recording, but we're recording just a little bit, an episode rewinding the search for Spock, Star Trek The Search for Spock. We're going to have the honorable and esteemed, well, for some people, Dayton Ward will be joining us. That'll be cool. It will be uh, pretty awesome. But we thought we'd just give a short show here to just uh, talk about some ideas that the diner's uh, playing with and also just kind of catch up what's going on in our sci-fi world and and then kind of introduce this interview that we're going to have as a part of this show. Does it sound good, Miles? Sounds very good. So, Miles, what is going on in your sci-fi world? Well, I, I finished watching uh, Lost in Space, and Ooh, I loved I it. Uh, I thought the, the show was excellent, and the end was great. It brought – I know a lot of fo- people who are fans of the old show. Uh, some criticized it, it was it, it was not enough like the old show, but the at the end of the at the end of the season, they brought all the characters that would be in the original show and kind of sent them off on their own adventure. And so I'm excited what season two will be like, uh, for lost in space. So I was, I was very pleased with that. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you, did you enjoy the series? That's the big question. I did. And the listeners, if you haven't had a chance to watch it and if you have Netflix, you owe it to yourself. So check it out. Power. Watch it. Sacrifice a Saturday. Yeah. It's, 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 it's only 10 episodes. Um, you can do that on a Saturday but, easily. Yeah, so you, I mean, people binge watch. This would be, you know, that's even less episodes to binge watch through. But uh, you'll be happy you did. Very, very cool. I want to binge watch it with my son because I hear that it is family friendly. So, yeah, I think, I think, I think it'll be safe for your son to watch. I don't think it'll be a problem. That is pretty odd. What else is going on, Miles? I'm I'm catching up on a lot of shows uh, that. Uh, I think I think a few have um, have had their season finale, uh, but I, I'm just just I, I will get to them. But like the the, the CW shows, I'm, I'm behind on, but they're still on my radar. Like Supergirl, uh, Flash, um, Legends of Tomorrow. Um, also, I'm enjoying um, The Crossing on ABC. I'm really liking that show. Um, I like. 
the idea of refugees time traveled from the future to our present to they're trying to evade these genetically superhumans that are basically wiping out not you know non-genetically superhumans in, in, in their in their time period um uh, watching uh, Timeless, um, I think it was like a 90-minute episode. This might have been the season finale. I'm not sure. It but might have been if it was I, 90 minutes. I have not kept up with the current season, but did have you been enjoying the current season? I have. I think they've really, they really went all out with this show as far as things going on and everything. I'm just thinking... Maybe they thought maybe in case they don't get a third season, let's just let's just throw everything at it. But I think they will get a get a third season. Uh, they left it, they left things end on a cliffhanger, so I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm hoping we'll, we'll get a third season for, for Timeless. That I really enjoyed this this season of it. Any uh, any uh, thoughts as far as or, and do you know how the ratings have been doing for it, or have you paid attention to that? I'm not sure what the ratings have been like. I, I hope they're good, though. Yeah, well, you know, we could easily Google if you really, really, really cared about it. But that's <laughs> I care. Just, uh, just not that not much. Gonna... Right. 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 Um, I'm also enjoying uh, uh, Space Battleship Yamato. They're, they're starting They're put season two episodes on the Funimation app. Um, so I've stalled. I've stalled in my watching of the first season. So I saw the first episode of season one, I mean, of, of episode one, season two, but um, I guess they're going to be dropping those once a week. So I'll have to awesome. wait as they come out. Yep. Well, that, that is, that is, fa- that is fantastic. Very cool. Very cool. Anything else? Uh, I'm reading a Star Trek novel by uh, Kirsten Beyer. Oh um, yeah. We had her on before. Yep. Uh, Fans of Star Trek Discovery are probably very familiar with her. She's one of the lead writers there, but she also still has takes time to write uh, Star Trek novels, which I'm happy about. That's that is fantastic. Well, my yes. sci-fi world. Do you have more? No, that that I think that's enough. <laughs> okay, well, that's good. That's good for me. You know, a lot of my sci-fi world has been done in reading. I've been reading, so I'm going through Ready Player One with Kiefer right now. So it's a slow process because we only listen to it when we're in the car. Um, and I just read, I read Armada after I read it initially because I loved, I loved the entire, I love Ernest Klein, Ernest Klein as a uh, writer, does a phenomenal job with it. Um, but then, uh, for the Orbital Sword podcast, I'm also a part of, I've been reading the Genesis of Shannara, Armageddon's Children. And, uh, and that's a book that was for review this month. And I realized whoever picked this book, I don't know if we thought it was the first in the entire series, but it's not. There's a trilogy that comes before it. And so because of that, there's some contextual stuff that's not developed. And I read these books before, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Uh, when I finished the first one, I went right out and picked up the second one and just kept reading. So I really am enjoying these books. They're really solid. And Terry Brooks is a phenomenal writer. I don't know if you remember, he wrote the... Um, the Attack of the Clones are the Phantom Menace novelization. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he cool. So he's done. He has does just doesn't just write fantasy, but he he did he did he did write did write some science fiction. So there's that. Um, and what else am I watching? Um, well, not a lot. I watched an anime called Princess Mononoke. Oh, I do have to tell you, there was something that happened in my sci-fi world. What happened? Taisha and I went to Zenkaicon. Oh, how was that? Zenkai Khan was absolutely phenomenal. In fact, 
Uh, I have four interviews to share with you. I have four interviews to share with you uh, that we recorded there. Pause. Really quick, because I'm in the middle of a podcast. I, know, I was just going to ask you, when are you going to be done? It's going to be an hour and a half. Great. I wanted to come down with you. Well, we're going to have to do it another time. Okay. Of course. Um, thank you, bud. Yeah, so Zega, I got, got four interviews that we're going to share in the diner. Uh, some phenomenal ones. Um, all voice actors, of course. There's uh, Jessica Cavello, uh, Sarah uh, Weedman. Uh, I, I think I had the last name right. Uh, wrong. I think I was wrong. And there was this Quentin guy and then some other chick that we interviewed. And they were all great interviews. And I look forward to sharing them in the diner down the road. Uh, but we had a great time at Zenka Khan. The Good. thing that makes this convention so awesome is all the cosplay. It is a cosplayer's dream. And in fact, if you don't cosplay, you're probably in the minority. And, uh, and that was me. I was in the minority. So people are cosplaying all sorts of outfits and a lot of stuff that I know, a lot of stuff that I don't know, but they're all really neat outfits. It's a cosplayer's paradise. Cool. Did you, yeah. get, did you get some good pictures? Uh, tons of good pictures. And not only that, we got good pictures and I also got a uh, key for a sonic screwdriver because after all, Dr. Who. Oh, you uh, have to have one of those. Yeah, you have to have one of those. Um, but we had a good time. We went to Central Market, which is right nearby, and we just had a, it was a real nice thing. I was there with the SheCast, which is another podcast I produce. It's an anime and manga podcast. I don't actually, I'm not actually on it, but, um, uh, Fabrizi, who is a, uh, who's someone that you know, is, uh, one of the hosts on, and they just had a great time. I lined them up and they were interviewing these celebrity guests and for, you know, seniors and, you know, freshmen and, Sophomores in high school, this was a pretty big deal. Oh heck yeah. Yeah, so they were they were pretty stoked about it. Um so let me see here. Um what else? So Zenka Con was awesome. I don't know how to say it. It was it's a well run con and well oiled. Uh it's a well oiled machine. Not like going to a con where it's organized and that that I've been to cons where it wasn't and it definitely affects affects your experience. Yeah. So anyways, there's that. And uh, that was that was that's probably the biggest thing that happened to me in the geek world. Good for you. I'm happy, yeah. happy you and your daughter had a chance to enjoy that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was good. It was good. So. Well, very cool. Well, Miles, let's talk a little bit about what we're thinking about, what we're toying about for some future diner episodes. So I thought about maybe something we haven't done before, and I'm thinking, um. I'm not sure if other podcasts are doing this, but thought of we take a classic sci-fi show from the last few decades and we review the pilot. You know, we can't, you know, reviewing the whole show might take too long, but we could review the pilot, maybe talk about where the show's going or where it went, where it went. You know, um, you know, talk about how it was a product of its time, um, maybe. Uh, see if, if, if some of it holds up today or if it doesn't, but what we liked about it, maybe, maybe, maybe it's a show we, we, we watched when we were much younger and watching it now, what will, will we get out of it? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, the, the, the beautiful thing about that is we can talk about the entire series and the impact it had. If we watched it, if we didn't, would this pilot have made us want to watch it in this day? Um, mm -hmm. 
we can approach it so many different ways. And we're even talking about potentially getting you, the listeners, to vote on different one, different pilots you'd like to have us review. Uh, so feel free to email sci-fi diner, uh, podcast at gmail.com or, you know, message us on Twitter or Facebook and let us know your thoughts on what are some classic pilots you might want us to, uh, rewind. And these would be kind of the, we would do track. We're doing, we're doing like all the track movies right now, as you know. Um, and we record every other week, but on the off, on the off time that we're recording where we're not doing a track episode, we would do these classic episodes which are a little bit easier to handle because what they're about 40 minutes long in most cases. And we can just talk about the episode and its impact. Yeah, it'll, it'll definitely most likely be shorter, but a few, a few of these pilots could be because it's a pilot. Uh, sometimes might like two parters and stuff like that. Yeah. They, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So it'll depend on which one, I guess. So we thought we'd give, give it a whirl and we'd love to hear your thoughts into it as we kind of, uh, you know, Go off into this new uh, voyage and uh, see uh, see what we come up with. So I don't know of any other podcast, but I again I haven't I don't listen to a ton of sci-fi podcasts, but I haven't heard a ton of that do this sort of thing. Like there's podcasts that are dedicated to shows, but I don't know. But yeah, but but hopefully this is something new and something that hadn't been done before. Just yeah. you know, going. Go going back and dusting some, something off that was really cool back in the day and uh, checking it out. Sounds fantastic, Miles. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. So Very we just got to so. figure out which one we're going to do in two weeks. Yeah. yeah. We, 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 maybe we should do a poll. Yeah, either a poll or just put a post up on Facebook about it or something like that. Well, well very cool. Very cool. So that's kind of what's it. That's kind of what's going on uh, in our world and uh, what we're thinking about. So let's talk about Justin Timpain. We're going to be sharing an interview that I did at Shoreleave, Farpoint, excuse me, Farpoint, at the Shoreleave. It was the same convention center. I got it mixed up. But at Farpoint, I had a chance to sit down with Justin Timpain, just catch up with him. Um, and it was funny story, Miles. So you know how you can like go into like there's an entrance, an outside entrance to like the dealer's alley there at, at Farpoint, same yes. as Shoreleave. So I was coming in that entrance. And this guy in front of me turns around. He goes, I recognize that voice. <laughs> and it was Justin Timpain. And, um, and we had talked, we, we'd known Justin for years, really. Uh, right. And then it was, at, it was at one far point that we ran into Justin. And when he was running and he was doing a documentary called Trek Off. Right. Right. And uh and we got we got uh interviewed about the impact of podcasting. Is that correct? Is that kind of what it was about? Yep. We we got a chance to talk about our podcast and you know our experience with it. Yeah. So, I had a chance to catch up with Justin both about his podcasting, uh about being a director, about being a director of movies that tend to be more adult in content and raising children that don't know kind of what he does and, <laughs> I'm sure. and, 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 and how tough that is as a parent. Right. Right. Because he wants to kind of protect his children from that, even though he does that. And so it's a great conversation that we had with Justin um, at, at Farpoint talking about those sorts of things. He of course has the Trek off podcast. Have you listened to Trek off before? 
Uh, I listened to an episode uh, where M was uh, kind of a guest host on that yeah. one. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely not a family family friendly show. Um, but they uh, they do talk about Trek, and if you're into something that's a little bit more adult oriented and discussing Trek, and by adult I don't mean necessarily pornographic, but just more adult and mature content and stuff like that. Right. Um. So, anyways, so we're gonna we, we talked to him about that, and he also just launched a new show called what did i say it was called miles i just shut down the screen it was a super the super podcast is that right okay i think that's what it was called the super yeah yeah the super podcast and it's this podcast where they're reviewing all the different superhero movies that are out there the good the bad and the ugly and uh so i think that that's kind of a unique take in some podcasting here I, I'm sure it'll be a fun re- review here, what, what they think of those movies. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure, definitely. Now, let me ask you, Miles, did you ever watch any of his movies like Ninjas versus Monsters, Ninjas versus Zombies, or anything like that? I have not had the opportunity. I have them, and I watch clips. That's about as much as I've watched. So, okay. So, yeah. So, I think that's about it. Let's go ahead and share this interview that we have with Justin Timpain. Welcome, Scott Herzog here from Sci-Fi Diner Podcast, and I'm sitting down with Justin Timpain, writer, producer, podcaster, podcaster, everything else. Thank you so much for sitting down. Hey, Scott, it's good to see you here. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a few years since we sat down and chatted. Yeah, last time it was for my thing. Uh, true. So tell us about your thing a little bit, just to refresh our listeners. Um, well, uh, um, there's some spill between our podcast. I know there's a few people are going, hey, what's his voice doing there? Yeah. Um, uh, I am the co-host with uh, Alexia Poe of uh, the Track Off podcast. Uh, which still running strong? Still running strong. Every like 10 days, there's a new one, like 170-something episodes now. That is awesome. Um, and uh, about five years ago, um, we decided to make a documentary um, that took about three years to make about what we experienced as podcasters. It's very kind of dirty, like s- silly, very almost NC-17 for language uh, um, documentary that we made. But part of that documentary was we interviewed other podcasters, including yourself. The Sci-Fi Diner Podcast. Um, so uh, we are your first IMDb credit is... is it is true. I didn't know this. Miles was talking uh, to me the other day. He says, hey, did you know we're an IMDb? I search it up. Trek off the movie. Yeah, I know. So so we did that. We, I had made three movies before that. Um, the Ninjas versus series. Ninjas versus Zombies, Vampires, and, and Monsters. I have Ninja versus Zombies sitting on my shelf at home. Do you? Have you watched it? I watched a l- first half an hour of it. <laughs> I haven't made it with kids. It's a little, you know, I have a 10 year old running around and a daughter and what I watch in televisions contingent on them many times. Yeah, no, I know. I, I hear you. I've, I've watched enough of miles from Tomorrowland to, uh, to pretty much satiate my soul. Um, <laughs> uh, no, so we decided to, to do the movie and we got to interview a lot of really in, in, like interesting people we got to interview, um, podcasters we went down we like went down and visited the uh star trek um the farragut sets um when they were still doing that down there and uh and just hit a bunch of cons and wanted to meet people and kind of show i think that there was a i remember when we were doing the interviews people came up and and i tried to interview people and people refused to be interviewed because they're like i saw trekkies and 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 there was i think there was a certain amount of disparagement that would happen um 
like, oh, look at you nerds. And I wanted to specifically not do that. And so even when there were times where people would kind of embarrass themselves on cameras, because people do that, um, we made deliberate decisions to never include that because it was supposed to be a, a very dirty, hypersexualized love, love letter to the fans. So that's Trek off the motion picture pretty much. That's awesome. And so it's been how many years since it's been out? We released, I think our, I think our premiere was two years ago. Uh, so, so it, then it came out on Amazon and now it's kind of been happily sitting there. Um, it's, it's, it's weird because I get to watch the, the numbers on all the movies. Um, and you know, the ninjas movies clearly get, they get 10 times as many views as Trek off, but occasionally there'll just be a random, like, like three days where Trek off gets you know, a thousand views. I'm like, what in the world? What happened? Or, or the, or the podcast, I'll give you an example. After, um, the last Jedi came out, we did the last Jedi podcast, which that one episode in three days got 8,000 downloads. That's awesome. And I'm like, that's more than, that's more than we get in a month. Um, <laughs> what, what happened? Um, and, and it's just, it's weird to think that on a random day, somebody finds us and, and given that the next episode didn't have that many, not everybody liked what they heard. <laughs> well, either that, or they were interested in Star Wars and they were interested in seeing what you guys had to say about Star Wars and maybe they aren't Trek fans. And I mean, that's, that's okay. Well, it's a hard time right now. Um, I, I fear with the podcast right now in that there's Star Trek every week on, on television right now. Um, and having Star Trek every week on, on television as a Star Trek podcast makes it very, very difficult to do what we have always done, which is we just kind of randomly sort through Trek. Um, now, half of every episode is about the episode of Discovery that was just on. But for instance, the latest episode we released, we, we usually have like a five or six day lead time from the time we record to when we release. Well, life got busy. Um, so it's been like... 17, 18 days since we recorded when we released. Well, it's been three episodes since the one we talked about. And if you watch Discovery, like that show changes. Like every, like every episode changes. So like when I released it, I was like, God, this is all, this is sort of, sort of outdated now. And we're talking about stuff that is old news now. Um, so I'm sort of from a podcast point of view looking forward to, discovery being done for a little while so we can go back to talking about you know because we had we had last jedi which took up five episodes because there was enough to talk about we loved it by the way so if you didn't um um i made a family friendly podcast i did see what i did i can censor myself i really can um it is amazing that he can do it I can't. You know what's interesting? So the other thing that I've sort of recently picked up um as an odd little hobby is um is hosting um at cons and different panels uh like sort of like celebrities and like 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 within the genre. So I did I hosted uh Percy Weasley. I I did his moderated his his Q&A the the actor um at the Harry Potter thing. And I did uh I I hosted a bunch of voice actors, uh the voice of Donald Duck and and Jimmy Neutron and David Sovolov who is the voice of like Gorilla Grodd and stuff. Um and it's a weird thing because I have to really when I was doing the animation podcast, I look out there and you'd see there's a bunch of another uh, podcast, but the um the panel, I see there's a bunch of like six year olds, and I have to be really careful in the things that I say. Luckily, like you, I have children, and because my movies are really, really profanity laden, like incredibly profanity laden, I we don't curse at all in my like at all. 
um, to the point where my 11 year old, um, now doesn't curse at all, bristles against anybody ever cursing. Um, which when you're 11, you're supposed to be cursing behind your parents' backs. That's what you're supposed to be doing. And so other people, you know, someone will go, you know, say the F word on like in a movie or something goes, dad. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Um, so I think that maybe I've been guarding against the fact that I am so profane in the art that my kids are now not learning. So I want to like show them Die Hard. Like sit down and go, look, here's how, here's how, how you. Yeah. So, um, well, you know, uh, my son was upstairs playing video games and he was like, someone must have said something. He goes, language, language, you know, is kind of that whole thing. So it's kind of funny. Just wait till they watch your movies. Oh, I, I, I'm ter- so what terrifies me is that his best friend, uh, one of his best friends, uh, father produces and is in the movies, um, and has let his daughter watch all of them. She loves them. And, and I'm just scared. Like, I, I, I think it's different when it's actors because they can always say, well, Justin wrote that. <laughs> like it's, it's gonna be really hard for me to go after he watches and go, dad, did you write all those words? Did those come out of your brain? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, but you know, that's, yeah, there's, there's words, words that should not be heard in front of children are words that I have said. But if, if you don't mind that, I mean, that's what I would say to anybody listening. If you don't mind, yeah, if you if it doesn't bother you, um, uh, Trek off is not just, you know, you know, F, 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 booger snot. That's not just like, like, like we do get into, um, like I think our last episode, maybe we said the F word once and maybe made a joke once and really just had a really, sort of in-depth conversation about about women's issues and about like the it's the the show has evolved into something maybe a little heady or a little more um academic than maybe it used to be um but it's because i think that my podcast listening has evolved from listening to smodcast all the time which is what i did when the show started to now i'm listening to you know analysis of harry potter and the lord of the rings podcast like that now like so i think that as my listening has changed maybe what i do on a podcast has changed but just be careful because occasionally yes so if people want to listen to trek off where do they find that everywhere um um if you search the word trek off t-r-e-k-o-f-f we will be the first thing that comes up um you can listen to us of course by uh anywhere wherever whatever you're listening to right now whatever you're using probably itunes is what most people are doing but you know or, or, or google play yeah we're going to be there um and of course the movie is on amazon prime along with all the ninjas movies um and i will drop it here um there's a new podcast coming um Ooh, tell us more if you can um uh we so there was an old podcast called pop off which was the sister podcast to trek off which sort of fell away um for years which we picked up with my friend arthur and i um going through season by season all of buffy and all of angel um and when that was all done um arthur and i decided to keep going so the final episode of pop off is going to be coming out um right about the third week of february um and that's starting in march uh the totally super podcast will be starting, which is a review of every superhero movie ever made. Um, we are four episodes into the recording and I will tell you right now, uh, the, or no, we're three now. Uh, Dr. Horrible Sing Along Blog is the first one. Uh, fantastic show, by the way, if you haven't seen it. The second one being Superman from 1979. The third one being The Crow. Um, so we are going to jump all over. I think the next one will probably be one of them or probably Iron Man or something. It'd be like, like, so we're going to jump forward, backward. Um, we, our intention is to cover all, I think we found like 160 like movies that we can choose from. And the great thing is once we reach the end of that list, 
the podcast is itself limiting in that we can only do it every week up to a point, but then there'll still be like four or five a year that we can still chime in and do at the end of the road. So it's going to be a real, and it's going to be PG 13 most of the time, but we're going to say that the podcast will always be rated the same rating as the movie that we're watching. So you can't do the crow without like talking about some really dark stuff that would not be appropriate in a PG podcast. Um, but if we're talking about, you know, if we're talking about the Incredibles, you can, you know, count that you can let your kids listen to that if you want. So movies seem to be in your blood. What's next on the horizon regarding the movie uh, industry? That is a secret. Um, somewhat. Um, but there is something. How much can I drop? Um, (laughs) what am I allowed to drop? So, uh, I will say this that, um, that ninjas versus zombies was, um, absolutely a marketing decision to make that movie. I love ninjas. I love, I love martial arts movies. Um, I was not a big zombie fan. Um, when I met people who love zombie movies, will watch the movie and say that that's obvious. I loved evil dead. Um, um, but, uh, but it was absolutely a decision that my friend Daniel Ross, uh, and I walked into a blockbuster when they existed. We walked around for an hour looking through action and horror movies and said, what can we do for a low budget and tried to find the movie that wasn't there. Um, and it was right when like Freddy versus Jason and stuff was going with you. What if we did like a mashup? What if we did this movie and we smash it into this other movie so that by the end of ninjas versus zombies, if you get to the last 20 minutes of the film, it truly is cutting back and forth between guys fighting with swords and then cutting to a zombie movie. So it's only in the middle of the movie that ninjas fight zombies. At the end of the movie, I'm having two separate movies play out at the end. And that was the whole idea is can I give both movies at the same time? I will say that, um, and it sounds very cold and calculating and it was much more fun than that. I will say that the idea, um, for which there is a script that is already in the third draft, um, for which pre-production is already slowly getting underway for, uh, for shooting probably in the spring of 2019, um, is as is as it's the hook of like ninjas versus zombies you know what you're getting the hook when you hear the title of what we're doing is as kind of grabbing like you're gonna go oh oh why hasn't somebody done that um that is that we we've waited a long time to find the perfect thing and i think that when people see what we're doing they're gonna go oh that's really weird yeah let's see that so it's gonna be not like anything that's coming out of this area i can guarantee you Awesome. Well, we look forward to seeing that. If people want to see, um, other than Trek Off, you, like what you are doing movie wise, where do they find that? Um, well, I'm like Justin Timpain at, um, at, uh, Facebook is, is probably the best way. Um, at Ninja Director on Twitter, um, is Ninja Director. Isn't that fun? Um, is, is I, sometimes I do that. I mostly, I mostly do that to, um, to like, like ping celebrities that's my favorite thing to do on ice just to go hey at that kevin smith what about this and occasionally they, they will respond um so it's i'm more just kind of playing around on twitter um but facebook's probably the best way and then of course uh the facebook page for track off um is being run by carmen shamwell um who uh who communicates with us and we watch it too um so those are probably the best ways and uh yeah that's uh listen to if you're listening to track off we will advertise the thing that's coming next i promise you <laughs> Awesome. Well, we look forward to it. Thank you so much for sitting down and chatting with us here at the Sci-Fi Diner. Thank you. Thank you, Sci-Fi Diner. We love you. Thank you for being part of Trek Hop. Yay! And we are back. And uh, do we have anything else we need to say, Miles, or we ready to wrap up the show here? I think we call it a show. Yeah, very good. 
So, again, we would love to hear you if you have ideas as far as classic pilots you'd like to rewind. Uh, we haven't defined classic miles. Do we need to define that? Anything before, anything the 90s and before? That, I think that's that's a safe definition. I mean, we're thinking just just a few shows off the top of my head, maybe classic Battlestar Galactica, Buck Rogers. Um, Doctor Who. You mentioned Doctor Who. <laughs> sliders from the 90s yeah uh, you know sh- shows like that that we you know stargate the x-files oh yeah so we have a, we have a long list of uh, to pick from yeah absolutely but we would love to hear your thoughts and suggestions who so email us at the sci-fi diner podcast at gmail.com you can message us on twitter or on facebook and i will try to put up the question on facebook as well so It'll give you a place to respond there. And then after we get a bunch of them in, hopefully we will uh, put up a poll and we'll vote and see which one that we do. We might choose one for the first podcast, but maybe after that we'll take listener suggestions. May throw some of our suggestions in there. Sounds good. Sounds fantastic. I believe that's it, Miles. Why don't you take us out of the show? All right. Till next time, good night and good luck. We will see you. If you've enjoyed the conversation... The owners of this establishment would love to hear from you. Send your comments and feedback to the Sci-Fi Diner Podcast at gmail.com or join our Facebook page at facebook.com slash sci-fi diner. 